The following is a conversation with KBEK's Rockin' Robin Riley with Recovering Hope Treatment Center President Sadie Brockmeyer right here on Q Media's On Demand. Good morning, Sadie. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for making it in. Sadie is from Recovering Hope Treatment Center. You are the president, as I recall, correct? Yep. Absolutely. So I do a lot more of the external, like, what's our next step kind of stuff. Kind of doing that planning piece, which is so important. And I know I have you do this every time, but I I do think it's important because you're not always seen where you're located there, but you're off the frontage road in Mora, kind of behind um, American, and you're right by the Grand Event Center. And have been out there, I was just talking to our news director, you've been out there since 2016. We have. It's, It's just crazy that time seems like, that to me but I'm sure for you you've had children you've had a whole (laughs) bunch of stuff happen in the last six years so there you go well thanks again for coming in um I know today you said coming out you wanted to touch just a little bit on your hiring and maybe that'll get us into a little more explanation of what you guys do out there yeah one of the things I was thinking about today as I was driving in which I laughed because I literally lived down the street so it was like a (laughs) 20 second drive and not even I could probably run a five you know it'd be easier to just walk it then yeah yeah I think it's actually less than a half a mile from here but um straight shot (laughs) and so when I was driving in I was thinking about kind of what um what we've got going on and we have been here since 2016 and so I always talk about like growing pains and kind of finding our way through our infant stage of like you know walking and talking and, and figuring out kind of where our legacy stands and what direction we're gonna grow and we have grown very quickly in the last five years we went from having I think I started at Recovering Hope when we had like 20 employees maybe 13 clients and um, we now have about seven 75 women in our program and 30 children, and I think we have 56 um, people enrolled in our outpatient. We have 87 employees. And That's just awesome, Say, Really, it truly is. And so it's super fun to watch this all expand, but also with COVID, and I know a lot of people um, and other businesses are also struggling with um, like great resignation, resignation or like losing some of their workforce throughout the pandemic, whether it was people um, were burnt out on the career that they had chose or the path that they were on, or they um, weren't comfortable with policies and procedures related to COVID, and they found something more in alignment or looking for um, more money or different benefits. There's so many different reasons. And right now with so many options, um, there's a lot of job openings, not just at Recovering Hope, but throughout the county, throughout the Minnesota, throughout the U.S. And so I just wanted to share a little bit about kind of where we've come. And we just had an all-staff meeting on Tuesday, and it was fun to see. I think we had 50-some people in person, and then I was supposed to record it for those that couldn't come. And I was like, (laughs) I'm going to press record. And then I was like, hold on, I'm going to wait till everyone's seated. And then I never resumed it. I do that stuff all the time. Today I'm going to record. It won't be as as awesome, but it'll be be something, though, (laughs) Um, just so they can get the information because we really wanted to talk about like where we've come from and where we're headed and looking at kind of like what as a company culture do we really value and we talked a little bit about like being collaborative and innovative and ethical and purpose-driven 
Um, and how do those things really fit with what we're doing? And how do we draw in employees that also have those amazing qualities to them as well? And so it was fun to hear our, our, our team talk about where they really feel like they shine in regards to like collaboration or ethics and um, benevolence, like being kind and well-meaning and all we do, like causing no harm, right? Right. And so not just for our clients, those are great things for the clients that we serve. And in order to be able to have a team, we have to be able to treat our clients with those those five kind of personality traits, so to speak. And then that flows into the work that we do as a team, um, whether it's in our recovery advocate team or our medical department or our counseling team, and then how it flows with us as like an entire organization. Because in our organization, there's little parts, right? We've got our outpatient team, we've got our admissions team. And so in most of our um, departments right now, we are hiring. And so one thing I hear from people is, oh, I'm not qualified to work there. And the only requirement is that we want somebody to have a high school diploma or a GED and be 18 years of age. We will help train you on the rest of it. And so we really look at, like, if you're interested in working with children's, we ha- children, we have um, the teaching aid position. And right now the state of Minnesota, some colleges are offering free tuition to be a licensed daycare provider. And so you could start as an aide, work right. your way through school, and really make it more of a career than just, like, I'm here for right now. Um, we have our direct care staff, which we call recovery advocates. They're like the eyes and ears, the meat and potatoes of treatment because they're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And they um, really get to hear the clients and the struggles that they have because our clients feel comfortable talking to them. And they make sure our clients are where they need to be, um, help our clients get to group, um, make sure our building's, you know, tidy and <laughs> um, that, and safe. And the, that's a big priority that they have. And so I know we have our seven to three position open or three to 11 or 11 to seven, like I said, 24 hours. And so we start our lowest um, or our minimum minimum wage for starting is $16 an hour. And so I think that um, in addition to that, we have paid time off, benefits, healthcare benefits. um, We really value education. So myself and one of our other, our executive director, both teach, she teaches at Metro State and Minnesota Community Technical Call, MCTC. Yeah. (laughs) And then I teach over at Anoka Ramsey and we teach in the drug and alcohol studies programs. And so we really want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to grow in where their skills are, where their purpose is, right? We want to be purpose-driven and also be able to provide some scholarship opportunities for that. So our staff, we have set aside some dollars in our budget every year for our employees to apply for scholarships for school. And one of the things that was fun this year is that Prime West had a grant available. And one of the things that we took a chance on, we said, well, let's see if we can get some loan repayment funds, right? It's nice if you want to go back to school, we'll give you some money. But what about those? Um, And we have majority female staff right now. and so a lot of our moms are, or a lot of our women are caretakers, whether it's for their elderly parents or their dogs or cats or their children. And sometimes life threw life circumstances at you and you started school and ended up with student loan debt, but you didn't get a chance to finish that. And maybe that's not the direction you're going right now, but we still are riddled by that debt that we have for student loans. And Prime West actually approved our um, scholarship and they gave us $10,000 to be able to help our wow. employees do some ro- loan repayment. So our staff can apply and we're going to disperse those funds based on who applies. 
Uh, and we also were able to do a, a different leadership training to kind of really focus and align our leader, leadership and executive team. And we got another $10,000 to do that. So we're awesome. always looking for um, innovative ways to really connect our employees and our employee culture. Um, we have healthy snack stations because the SHIP program, which is uh, through the county, and it's uh, something healthy initiatives, workplace, and I can't think of what it's called, but it's SHIP, so whatever SHIP So many acronyms, for. I can't keep up, so I get it. <laughs> and they've done some really awesome grants throughout our years of being open, like a breastfeeding room um, and availability to have some fridges for our employees that are breastfeeding or the healthy snack stations that are always filled with like string cheese, yogurt. Um, All the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, we offer free lunch to our or meals to our staff too, so that they can um, not have to worry about that financial piece to to come into work. So just a lot of different things that we hope really draw in some innovative and purpose driven, ethical, well meaning people to our organization. I just see these boxes being clicked. <laughs> you know, I was going to ask you, just thinking off the top of my head, um, today health or I was going to say childcare, healthcare too, but childcare has gotten to be so expensive, to be quite honest. Nothing against the industry. I'm just saying it's just the nature of the beast. So if someone is working at your facility and they have little ones, is there something on site or do they need to still get they something They would still out? have to try and find a long-term okay. daycare. But one of the things that we did, we only have, um, I think, 24, or 30 spaces for children in our daycare. And so a lot of times we're on a wait list. Um, so our daycare is full with our, our clients' children. Sure, sure. And um, But when we do have openings, like my daughter over the summer – uh, her daycare lady went on a maternity leave, so she was sure. set to you know start daycare and then couldn't for another six weeks while our daycare lady was on um, maternity leave, and we had openings. Not every day. Some days they were like, right. nope, we, you can't bring Avery today, but for the most part, it was really helpful for me to be able to be at work and not have to worry because those moms out there, daycare providers, are like, there's no way you're finding a temporary infant spot. Right. Um, or if a daycare closes or the daycare person's on vacation, a lot of times our um, our staff will bring their kiddo in. Sure, because that has become, I think, a bigger and bigger, I don't want to say issue, but for lack of a better term, so many moms and dads too, for that matter, you know, they're trying to get to work and that gets to be the balancing piece, as you all well know, because you have little ones yourself. And I, I'm, you're not there yet, but somehow, Sadie, I see you somehow in the next 10 years making that something that you could pull in because that would be you talk about people would want to work even more if they knew they had that piece in place if there even was a reduction in you know I mean you had the available space and then okay it comes out of your paycheck a certain amount mm -hmm. and it's reduced and it's a better deal because you work there I could see that happening Sadie I wish we had a bigger daycare to be able to do that. I know, that, but, but during I mean, COVID, it was super nice. And I love how you're being innovative, right? Maybe you should come apply. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of an old broad, but I, I mean, I just love the idea that you're always building and changing and adapting. You know, you're not just stuck. Well, we'll just keep doing the same thing over and over. You can see a need. You might not get there today, but you'll look and find a way to get there. And I just, I know that facilities, and usually they're much bigger than in a Twin City metropolitan area, let's say. But that's the that's the missing link now for so many parents is having that availability. Yep. And having it somehow fit into their financial situation. That's a, it's a big piece of the pie there. It is, and I know a lot of parents out there are like, do we do we manage having a single family income? Um, 
and having one parent stay home because it's not necessarily worth that energy and time away from children to maybe come home with three dollars more right exactly. when you're paying your daycare person the majority of your your hourly um, income and so that can be a really hard challenge for families right now too and we saw that a lot in over COVID and we had a lot of staff that had to choose between the purpose they got from coming to work and the purpose they have with their their children exactly, um, and not being able to do all different pieces of it or having to adjust their schedules. We had some of our day staff end up working like the 3 to 11 staff so that they to accommodate to accommodate daycare like dad can watch them from 3 to you know they go to bed put them do bedtime routine and I'll get them up and and do the online schooling part and so we're starting to see people want to come back to work and have that ability now that schools are up and kind of back to, I don't want to say normal, but getting there, right? Right, right. <laughs> work in that direction. And so one of our things, one of our, like, I think when we think of, like, collaboration is how do we collaborate with the parents that we have on staff or the caregivers we have on staff. And I don't want to pigeonhole just the staff that have children because sure. we have so many different family dynamics and in and everybody comes in with their uh, – their own kind of outside of work priorities. And I tell sure. my students all the time, because a lot of times my students don't have kids and I go, you got to stand up for yourself. Cause there's going to be times when you're at work, when someone's like, Oh, I got to go get my kids. You got to deal with this. Or can you do this? My kid, That's you true. know? And I said, just because you don't necessarily have children's or a parent doesn't mean that the things you're doing outside of work aren't just as important or valued. Um, so just make sure that you're not, you don't, you know, Right, right. You aren't always that fallback person because that's where resentment kind of builds too within a team. Exactly. And I think our team just really shines at like navigating. We have some employees with like health issues or again like family caregiving or children or young children or pregnancy, right? We have a lot lot of women on our team and a lot of times in that first trimester they're not feeling that well. And I think we we really help to kind of – do a team effort on making sure our sure. employees get what they need. It's a balancing act. And the and the cool thing with that is hopefully the other, whichever place you're at in your life, sees, you know what, if I get to that point, I know I'll be helped as well. So it really is that just working as a team, so important. It creates a great atmosphere to work in. So if somebody's listening this morning, Sadie, and they're thinking, you know, I never thought about something like this, and I am looking and is there some benefits as well beyond, we talked a little bit about the entry level and how that works. Is there some package our, that way? For a full-time staff, and um, I'm going to speak about what I know for sure. Sure, and, and I'm <laughs> I not, know that we I just kind of changed anything. Spot. We yeah. do have um, health care, so we okay. pay part of um, that uh, monthly premium. Okay. And I couldn't tell you which one. I apologize. I should have brought Don't this. Don't Like I said, I've thought of this on the way in. Um, sure. <laughs> we also have 401k. We have paid time off and this is for our full-time employees. Um, we also do some workplace wellness like challenges and activities every month. Um, try and do some training. We have a whole system that allows for like continuing education training. We are trying, we try and do like the scholarship program or ability to do some different, um, uh, different training. So maybe you don't have student loans or you don't um, want the loan repayment. You can use that scholarship to maybe do a specialized training that um, you feel would be helpful for your job. So some of our staff have done like the med trained or could do like a lactation consultant or a specialty therapy type Um and then we also have um, access to an EAP, so our staff can get some financial uh, support if they need that or um, guidance. I don't want to say advice. Um, and then they also have the ability to access like uh, therapy sessions through the EAP as well. Um, 
I'm trying to think if there's any like big thing that I'm forgetting. A consistent schedule, so you're scheduled, sure. uh, you know, the same for the most part, unless you chose to pick something up. Um, sure, sure. I think that's where my head goes for okay for benefits, right? Okay. Now. And the key here would be, obviously, to get a hold of Recovering Hope. They have a wonderful website if you want to check that out. And I even have it pulled up here so I make sure I get the right. It's recoveringhope.life. Okay, recoveringhope.life. Sadie, what's the best phone number to call? 844-314-HOPE. Okay, H-O-P-E, otherwise 4673. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> okay, and I only know that because it's right in front of me. I was like, I have to picture the phone when I do it. <laughs> I know, it's not easy. And I know right now that we do have um, job availability in our housekeeping department, our kitchen um, department, our recovery advocates, our outpatient drug and alcohol counseling, which you do have to have a license for that. You have to be a licensed drug and alcohol counselor. And we have um, licensed drug and alcohol counselors opening in our residential program. I can see the wheels spinning. I'm thinking. The hamster is on the wheel. Yep. And then I think we have a receptionist <laughs> position coming available soon. Okay. Not because she's leaving us, but because our amazing receptionist is um, going to do her internship for drug and alcohol counseling. Awesome. So I know that'll be coming up pretty soon. That's amazing. It just, it, so many good things happening there. And I just love the idea that you you know that if you have happy employees and, and cared for employees, that they're going to stick around and that makes such a difference, too. So if you're interested, as you hear Sadie talk this morning, again, give them a call, check out the website, and get more information, because I think it sounds like a great place to work. I enjoy it. Not I, leaving anytime soon. I know you're not. We won't let you anyway. All right, Sadie Brockmeyer, president again at Recovering Hope Treatment Center. My dear, I'm going to let you get on with your day, but thank you for coming in. You've been listening to a Q Media Group production.